0: expressed on this podcast as well as all episodes of the grape thread podcast are solely host opinions our content should not be taken as indisputable and is for entertainment purposes Welcome to the Grateful Thread podcast where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. Pull up a seat because you can always sit with us.
1: We're your hosts. I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts and I desperately need a housekeeper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio and I am the newest member to the Matcha Latte Club.
1: Yeah! Welcome. Well, I don't even know what that is. It's green tea. Oh. It's green tea. Green tea non-coffee.
0: Non-coffee. I cut out espresso.
1: Coffee. I don't know. I don't. I've never
0: gone this long. Probably since I was like 16. You doing okay? Yeah, I'm great. You're glowing. Matcha's great. Oh, that's just my skincare routine finally paying off. At 30. Yeah. I've been consistent, but summer of sunscreen, 2023. it's
1: where it's at. Well, dang, you look amazing. Well, Thanks. I am losing my mind because school starts in a week. Um, and I'm. It. Is it losing your mind in a good way, like me? Um, no, I'm excited,
0: but this next week's going to be a doozy. Yeah, I mean, they just have to look put together by their picture, but also if they don't, like my kids didn't last year, mm-hmm. ridiculously unkempt children for <laughs> photo days, kind of funny.
1: I mean, I guess girls have hair cut next week, so. But yeah, my house is a, a bomb. So, and we just got back from a giant vacation, and I really want to sew. So it's yeah no cleaning and all the sewing me too so I don't wanna sew. you know but we're back we're back in studio woohoo and how are we doing great
0: um also we should probably mention it's not a big elephant i don't nobody even nobody said it nobody said anything
1: i don't know if they didn't want to hurt our egos
0: probably it's that but also just politeness and it's not standard for us but we've recognized that our audio was not fantastic on the last episode um but thank you guys for being so gracious and understanding and mm-hmm. yeah we had and a mic malfunction
1: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and sticking with us and we were both on vacation and we we're like well we just gotta roll with it yeah, so we
0: couldn't re-record so we're we learning, rolled with it
1: we're learning as we go so thank you for being with us yep uh before we jump into our episode i want to read a review <laughs> um this is from unruly reader um my new favorite podcast okay ladies i was going to listen to your podcast only when quilting but then I went and listened on a grocery store run, <laughs> completely enjoying your quilty discussions and friendly vibe. Quilter from two thousand one to two thousand eight and a renewed quilter since twenty twenty one. Love this hobby and the people of the quilt quiltiverse. 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 We love you too. I hope the break was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I hope taking a break was good for you. And welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was so nice. We just really need those reviews. And so it's fun to read them, but it's also just helpful in guiding people to try out our podcast for the first time and hopefully stick around. Mm -hmm. So if that's you and you've
1: listened in a couple times, leave us a review and let us know what you're thinking. Um, Another way you can connect is you can share your selfie on our stories, on your stories and let us know what we're doing while you listen. The most recent fun one was somebody was painting.
0: (laughs) So that was a good one. That made my day. It made my day too. (laughs) Um, So for today's episode,
1: we're so excited to host and introduce you to our next podcast guests. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoy it. It was, it was fun. I actually was a little bit nervous about having four people in an interview. Yeah, we've had four just once previously,
0: right? I don't, nope. Yeah, Uh, Hal and and Gina. Gina. Yep, but Uh, we were in person, so this was
1: non-in-person. This was new territory, Uh and it It worked out. It killed it, and we got a little giggly, and I hope you enjoy it. Yep.
0: Hey, Threadheads. Today, we have not one, but two friends that we'd love to share with you. These are two of our favorite people, and they're both so talented and creative, but I think you'll be surprised to learn that this is a conversation between four introverts. <laughs> Threadheads, please welcome our friends, Taylor and Christina.
1: Yay! Yay! Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice.
0: Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> so before we dive into how we know each other, will you tell us a bit about yourselves and Share your Instagram handle where people can find you, and a bit about what you do and what you're passionate about. How about you, Christina?
2: Okay, I'll go first. Um, hi, I'm Christina. Um, my handle on Instagram is Kindred Quilt Co. And I um, pretty much only quilt. That's like my the only thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just love it so much. I started about ten years ago, and uh, it's just been such a life giving creative outlet that's just almost quite literally saved me just given me like a, a fun purpose and an outlet to find myself and to fill my time and it's just been really great. So,
1: yeah. uh, Where did you get your name from? How did you come up with your name?
2: So fun story, (laughs) fun story. I have um, actually changed my business name like eight times. So uh, it started out as Jumblebee Baby and then West End Arrow. That was it for a little bit. Um, And I've had lots of little business adventures, but I ended up settling on Kindred Quilt Co. after I learned that I had been quilting for like five years and i had no idea that my great grandma was a quilter. And I was like, what, why didn't you tell me this before? <laughs> um, and, um, my grant, my grandma had gifted me a sewing machine, but I had no idea. Like my great grandma was such a avid quilter. And, um, after learning about her and learning kind of about our family's heritage, I just, I felt really connected to her. Uh, and then I got some of her quilts and then I just felt like kindred spirits with her a little bit. That's so awesome. that's where I kindred.
0: I have goosebumps.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, that's where really I came cool. from. So. Hey,
0: but did you just start, I mean, I know how old you are. So did you just start quilting right after college or?
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, my husband and I got married right after college and then we got pregnant shortly after. And then, um. I wanted to make bedding for my son and I was too broke to afford bedding. And so I was like, I'm gonna make it myself. And that's where it started. Ah, uh, you have the, <laughs> how hard could it be, Gene? <laughs> yeah, like it can't be that hard. And jokes figure. on we're, you, it's cheap. <laughs> well, fun story. We're redoing our bathroom right now, and it's like we're doing it ourselves. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, story how,
3: about <laughs> how about you, Taylor? Well, my name's Taylor and my Instagram. Instagram handle is Toad and so And um I started quilting, I guess almost five years ago now. Um and I also started quilting because I wanted to make a or I wanted to buy a quilt for our bed. And then I realized how expensive quilts were and I was like, I'm just gonna make myself one. I made my first quilt and it was really bad. <laughs> but I loved it. So I kept going and then um, shortly after, like maybe six months to a year, I started designing patterns and then that's kind of where I am today. And you have like an art background. You went to literal art school. Yes. Yes. I went to art school and then out of art school, I was a graphic designer, illustrator, um, visual designer until a year ago. Um, and then now I design quilt cool patterns full time, so
0: all right now let's go into how we all met each other <laughs> we've talked about it on the podcast
3: yes
1: <laughs> i want to hear everybody's version of their nights yes. <laughs> you start
3: um i am i guess at Quellcon, and there's just a large group of people and i'm pretty sure i bombarded actually and was like hey you're another socialite Is that what happened?
0: I don't really remember. (laughs) Now, now Christina, you tell your version.
2: (laughs) We, okay, same thing. (laughs) We all met down at the bottom of the hotel, right? I don't even know what was going on. There was, like, like a group of... There was multiple groups. Maybe there was a group of long armors, and then there was a, a group of, like, other people, and then me and Taylor were rooming together, so we came down for some reason, I don't really know. <laughs> and it was so fun because there was all these different groups and they all kind of like slowly got closer <laughs> together. And we just, uh, yeah, we we just started talking and I, I sat down, I think I was sitting down next to Lacey. And yeah, same thing, Ashley, you were a socialite. And we are at that point, we had all known like who yeah. was a socialite. And we just, although I didn't know you
1: were socialite, yeah, I definitely
0: told you, but you didn't like comprehend
2: because
0: it didn't have a a thing. I didn't know where it was.
3: This was before it was announced, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so then Christina was sitting by me, and I was like, fangirl, because I've stalked you on Instagram for so
2: long,
0: and I was
1: like, you're really Christina,
0: but like, you weren't even talking to her, I was so
2: nervous
1: we talked we talked uh, we talked a lot yeah but my Um, hands were sweaty just sitting by you talking I'm like because I
0: immediately you guys were just like in close proximity (laughs) and then you turned around and realized that she was sitting right by you and I just like like,
2: oh my gosh we bonded over t-shirt quilts
1: yeah we bonded over t-shirt quilts because I oh you had uh, mentioned that you enjoyed t-shirt quilts and I feel like there's a little bit of a stigma with some quilters, I just yeah. hate those, and so, um, it. I Me. just read your post about the T-shirt quilts.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love them. I I feel like I want to help everybody like mm-hmm. find what's so amazing about them. Right. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: <laughs> what I love about all of our stories. We all have this like super introverted version, and none of us think we were like doing anything before it happened, but like we were all just part of different little smaller groups and these random groups of people just like all pooled together like you said but it was just like everybody felt like they had no business being there (laughs) and it's hilarious that every single person in the room felt that way like that's what cultures are (laughs) yeah (laughs) we had major imposter syndrome and like you go wait you're Taylor
1: yeah you're totally so (laughs) I mean I I was blown away like, because it was like such normal people, right? You see all of these people you see online in one room, realizing that we're all doing the same
3: thing. Yeah, like that was also several hours after us hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: sitting on the floor in the hotel lobby, like probably a hundred quilt quilters.
1: quilters. <laughs> so go to QuiltCon. Yeah. This is your plug to go to QuiltCon and put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Because we just
0: stay in the sponsored hotel. <laughs> yes, yeah, stay in the sponsored. <laughs> <hotel>. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, for sure. Or uh, at least come go down to the sponsored hotel like at at night and just see who's hanging out yeah. at night. <laughs> where are we don't all come and bed girl. before midnight? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay all up I, I, and have fun. Lose your voice.
0: Totally. <laughs> and drink
3: Fireball. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so we are missing one of our group member group members that we have yes dubbed ourselves the fireball quilters we have <laughs> a little instagram chat we go back and forth
3: it's quite fun so great i blame christina on the fireball yeah i
2: have this weird thing with fireball i love it i don't i don't know why <laughs> it's okay so that's great
1: <laughs> okay um so i love how different your styles
2: are uh christina will you share what inspires your designs oh man this is such a hard question um i Um, I shared a little bit about this with my Socialite Bundle, Um, but I grew up in Texas um, in the hill country. And if you know anything about Texas, it can be pretty like barren, almost just flat and 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 hay colored and. (laughs) <laughs> and and uh, in the hill country, you, we have cedar trees. So, it, you know, there's pollen cedar trees, um, but that's pretty much it. And so every spring we have all these wildflowers and it's just always been something I always looked forward to. My mom did a lot of gardening. And so, um, which I didn't appreciate as much at the time. Um, but now that I'm older, I'm like, I can see that a lot of my craving for color came from that, I think. And then growing up, I was really into painting. And so I've just, I love playing and experimenting with colors. Um, The brighter, the better, I think. (laughs) And um, as far as my designs, I think I'm still finding what, I think I'm still learning what my design style is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I'd definitely put you in like a
0: whimsical category, Ooh. if not maybe just a whimsical era. I love that. <laughs> As like I yeah, like your Flutterby or yeah, is that what it Fl- uh Flutter uh, Critter. Flitter,
2: critter. Flitter. Yeah, Flitter. which is such a fun butterfly yeah. name, right? Um yeah.
0: <laughs> Flutter Critter. That quote is just really whimsical, but like the colors, it's like candy colored. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. love that thank you you're welcome (laughs) taylor (laughs) the brainstorm (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) i did have time to brainstorm and i still (laughs) it's still hard to answer um yeah honestly this is a really tricky question because i don't feel like one thing really inspires me um a lot of my process work is really just playing around and so when i get asked this question it's a lot of times i'm like I honestly just play around or like I have like a vision of maybe an idea in my head or maybe I like daydream about something and then kind of just sit at my computer and move shapes around until I like something. Um, So it's kind of like, that feels like a bad answer, but that's kind of the reality of kind of my creative process. Um, And I guess I am inspired by my surroundings being here in the PNW. Like I definitely feel like I do cater towards uh p type of um vibes but not all of my patterns i feel like fit in that category either um yeah and um, a lot of times when i am designing i challenge myself to new techniques i challenge myself maybe there's a criteria like i want to do a fat quarter vert, um friendly pattern or like a specific skill set that I haven't written in a pattern, a previous pattern before that um, I want my customers to learn. So, um, and then also I'm very inspired by color as well. Just like Christina is um, bold colors. I work with pretty much only solids and um, I really try to have my designs be standalone. So they work really well as like with solids, so the main thing you're looking at is the actual pattern itself and not the fabric, Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, you Definitely.
0: also do that in a really beautiful way, like your color combinations are, in my opinion, unmatched, like in the industry, like your color oh, poles you. are always rep- replicable. And so I think that's something that's really important to um quilters that are not design minded. Is they want something that they can reproduce on their own um yep. and whether or not they take those same colors and roll with it or they translate it into their version your your patterns really are conducive to that and Thank i love you. your
2: i love your toad bow yeah um, i like look yes. forward to it every month taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the I color like that.
1: it's so fun <laughs> <laughs> so yeah taylor yeah. tell
3: us about your membership um so my membership is, um, I also really like to read. So two very intro- introvert hobbies. I like to read and I like to quilt and, um, those two hobbies don't really lead to le- making friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like quilting a little bit, like through Instagram and social media platforms, but really in, per- like it's really hard to, you know, foster a community with those two hobbies. um, so I wanted a way to con- kind of combine those and I saw a huge overlap in readers and quilters mainly because it's so such an introvert two introverted hobbies. Um, and so I started a book club slash quilting membership where we do, um, four mystery. So longs a year and they don't have to be mystery if you don't want them to be, but, um, yeah, so we just started our our third mystery so long of the year um on tuesday so that's exciting that is way and, exciting yeah. and
1: we'll we'll link that in the show notes yeah that can you sign do you sign up before that happens or can you do it as you go yes
3: uh so signups are currently closed right now um so they only open up like the week before each so long starts um so, and then they close
0: okay so the next one would be like uh, november yes i think october okay oh, cool. october so that'll be perfect yeah for this episode. Yeah. okay yeah
3: a little bit later um and i will put like the actual dates too or i can okay
0: cool yeah we'll add that yeah. to your show notes you guys can check that out it's really cool like it's really tailored and literally
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and well curated and super yeah fun.
3: So, yeah really like the main the main um part of it that I really really love is we have a discord group which is where everyone just talks about their fabric pools post pictures and we have a lot of different threads sometimes it's just people posting pictures of their pets um sometimes we just talk about tv reality tv any any type of thing like we don't just talk quilting and reading um we talk all things and it's really fun to see people like make friends and feel really connected especially to a um younger quilting audience we do have we have people of all ages it's definitely like very inclusive age-wise um but i i hear a lot of people say like it's so nice to meet other quilters my age and be able to become friends with them so
0: that's definitely something we've heard just from the podcast is like our generation is really missing the like guild aspect yeah. of quilting community um but since we're all in the same generation what are some things that you've noticed that seem to be more challenging like that or something else um as a younger quilter you notice anything that seems to be easier
3: since we're younger I mean I think I think there's both like we've been very lucky that we've been able to make a lot of friends through Instagram and other social media platforms, whereas the older generation didn't have that. But I also think it's kind of cruxes at the same time because they were so, you know, focused on meeting in person and like doing block swaps and you know having a community in their local town, um, you know. And I I don't know if we have that as much. So I I feel like there is pros and cons basically. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was going to say it, it definitely doesn't, at least, I you know, it's not a small town feel like where I am at all. Um, but not only that, I just feel like in general, our generation is more um, introverted. <laughs> we're, we're a lot more comfortable just being in our homes or being, I know I that's not everybody, but I think as a whole. And so things like in-person events and guilds yeah it's harder to um to find that um but I I love the quilting community on Instagram um it's so at least from my perspective it's it, it everything can be improved um but it's everyone I talk to everyone I know we're all as inclusive as possible. And I know we all strive for like wanting to meet everybody and wanting to learn different techniques and wanting, we're on fire, right? To learn, learn so much. Um, and I feel like, feel that across the board for everybody. So, yeah. Um, I've met like some of my really, really good friends through Instagram and quoting like
3: Christina. <laughs> Hi, and, yes. Um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me because I just can't believe I I have these like really good friends that are real life friends now. We don't just talk about quilting, and that's all like thanks to Instagram and stuff. And I know sometimes it can be tiring and you know hard, but once you see everyone like you, you have all these friends that you talk to on Instagram, like whatever, and then you all meet at Quilcon, and you realize how much cooler they even are in person, and. (laughs) like I don't know it just kind of blows up you're like oh my god this is awesome I get to meet everyone (laughs) everyone I've ever talked to is all (laughs) in one spot
1: shooting fireball whiskey (laughs) yeah oh my gosh people (laughs) in
0: the Instagram quilting world we said this on a previous episode but it's just like tens and maybe even a hundred thousand followers like that's still a normal person Mm-hmm. yeah if this is like the music industry that person's not going to talk to you at a convention
3: <laughs> that is true <laughs> you know
0: but the quilters
3: will for sure yeah, for yeah. Sure.
0: Like, be my friend like there's just a lack of ego I think yeah I mean for the most part there are some mm-hmm. some big-headed people but <laughs> sure. yeah um, no I totally agree yeah people stay really grounded and I think just it's a pretty like culturally significant hobby that I think so many cultures are just really trying to like pass the torch, you know, and keep it yeah, alive yeah. As,
1: as an art form. Um. So outside yeah. of social media, how do you guys find connection where you live? Taylor, we'll start with you.
3: Okay. Um. I actually am a member of my guild. Um. I am working on their block of the month this year. So every month I've been producing a, different block to build off of a medallion quilt um so I do have that but it's still like not super tailored to the younger people we've tried to get I mean even I'm not super great about going to meetings and being active so I'm not really hoping with the um issue of like not having younger people there but um I don't have that many quilting friends in person. I have Connie with Wildwood um, Wildwood Creative. She's a local fabric store and me and her have become close over the years. She's like 10 minutes away and I help out at her shop. Um, So, yeah, and I have a couple other people, but it's it's hard. (laughs) It's not really a good answer. (laughs) No, it's great.
0: No, I think in general, like the meeting times of guilds is kind of like difficult for people in our life stages to get to a lot of us are still working or raising little kids and it's just by seven o'clock in a weeknight it's just
3: yeah I also think it's the meetings itself aren't super like we usually have a speaker or some type of presentation And then we jump into like a show and tell or just like, you know, housekeeping of like what's going on in the guild. And then like, there's no actual time to socialize or anything. And it's like, I'm not trying to drive 35 minutes to go sit at a presentation.
1: That you know how to do most times. Yeah. And and then
3: I'm like, and then drive home like and not talk to anyone. So (laughs) Um, And I know there's like other, we do other things too, but it's just those specific like in-person meetings. I'm like, I just, that does not, Mm -hmm. does not excite me.
0: I think, sorry, we'll go to Christina in a second. I think to that point, like the women that, or men that specifically want that format of a meeting are getting their social needs met outside of the meeting
2: because they have
0: the time and availability. Whereas, like, if that's our one thing that we're looking forward to for the month, where we
1: like leave our house, <laughs> which is why we do dinner beforehand. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, usually, yeah, and I have a friend in the guild who's also my tech editor. Um, so we usually do dinner and like a drink beforehand, just to you know do something else.
2: <laughs> what about you, Christina? Um, so DFW where I live is huge. Um. Uh, so it's just hot. Like, it's just hard. I feel like I've met a lot of people on Instagram. There are a lot of quilters on Instagram that live in the DFW area. And Dallas, so yeah, Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's, Dallas, okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, we live smack dab in the middle of this giant Metroplex that has millions of people in it. And, um, Uh, there's a lot of quilters on Instagram that live there and so I've over the years have like maybe met up with somebody to swap fat quarters or like um, one of my really good friends we met up at the Dallas quilt show Um, one of the socialites is from Houston um, but she volunteers at the Dallas quilt show a lot Um, that's Kelsey and so I've met her in person and so I've just I've and then there's you know, more modern, there's a lot more modern quilt shops in the area. Um, and so I've, I've gotten to, um, I've gotten, I feel like because of Instagram, I've gotten to meet up at places, but it's just hard. Like, it's hard for me to go out. It's exhausting to go out. <laughs> it. Um, I don't have a guild that I go to, mostly because everything in the DFW area is 45 minutes away. Um, Fort Worth is 45 minutes away. Dallas is 45 minutes away. There's the McKinney Quilt Guild. Um, That's probably the closest, but it's still like 35 minutes away. And, and that's not including traffic. And so the idea of just driving through traffic to go to, It's just a lot to think about. And on top of that, I'm uh, the head coach for my son's basketball team or basketball baseball team. We do fall ball and spring. So in the fall and spring, I'm so busy and it's just like you said, the times like we're eating dinner at six and he's in bed by eight and it's just hard to do anything else, you know, Mm -hmm. um. So within my local community, I'd like to find community, uh, but Instagram is just more accessible and it's easier. And it's, I feel like I'm getting my social needs met through there, talking to friends and um, yeah. So yeah.
0: that being said, if you're a guild leader or whatnot, and you're hearing us say like, Oh, the time is difficult. Like that's not us complaining about the actual start time of the meeting. Like regardless of what day or time it starts, it's still going to be yeah. difficult and it's just a personal decision. And I think a lot of us are having that itch scratched on Instagram.
2: Well, yeah and- I'll also say, like, I know I have some friends in the area who have been like, yeah, come to this guild meeting. They do virtual. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But still, the same thing applies. Like we're putting I'm putting my son down at six or getting ready for bed at seven thirty or. And then during the day, especially over the summer, I can't do anything.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel in the summer. I'm like, there's too much going on. Too much.
1: Well, in the mental space to just like attend a meeting, whereas you've scrolled on Instagram for 30 minutes, you, like you yeah. said, you get your fix and cool. I, you and tell <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already did
3: my everything. show and tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's,
1: <laughs> and I think that that goes to our point of just why we started the podcast is our generation of quilters. It's different than the generation above us. And that's okay. Is what essentially what we're saying is like, mm-hmm. let yeah. this generation connect how we need to connect right
2: now. Yeah.
0: I mean, we also want to connect with them and mm-hmm. we're working on ways to do it, but I think it's just changing and evolving and I'm here for it. We can <laughs> accept it and love it and not have any ill feelings towards anybody. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. What part of your work would you say you're most proud of?
2: Um, um I am super proud of the fact that I have a somewhat successful business just in general like i know it's kind of like exhausting the idea of commodifying every hobby that we get <laughs> but um this has been You know, my my grandma was an antique dealer. My mom's a furniture refinisher and now I'm running my own business quilting. And so I think that this has always been in my blood to run my own business. My brother runs his own business. Uh, My dad works for my mom. So this is something that's just like been it's something that I've seen. And it's cool to me that I've been able to do it for as long as I have Um, and I'm really proud of that. I don't know. I think it's really cool. So just in general, just the fact that I have my own business, I'm really proud of. And then also it's weird. I'm proud of it, I guess, but it kind of is weird to me that I have built up a little Instagram following and I, I have people that, Are inspired by my work I I don't sometimes I'm like I don't understand but it's really cool. cool it's really cool that people tell me that and I love that I can give that to other people awesome Taylor um yeah I
3: think just where I've come I've always like you were saying Christina I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur I pretty much have known that I want to be my own boss probably my whole life I was like I it's not sustainable for me to work for other people I just <laughs> I, I don't like working for other people I've always wanted to work for myself and I've done little, other little business ventures before they were not as successful um and then when I started doing this I mean it took a while to get to where I am now sometimes I forget to be proud of myself um that it's now a year of me doing this full-time which is actually crazy because it never, I never even imagined that I would be able to do that. Um, so I am proud of that. And even when I'm like really stressed for money and money feels so tight, and I'm just like, oh, I just should just go back to working for Microsoft and like have a normal salary. Um, <laughs> I just remember like how sad and depressed I was in that time of my life. I've switched from, you know, no money, but happy. Um, Whereas before I had money, but I was deeply not happy with life and everything. So I am, I am proud that I have come this far. So it's like super stressful to be fully responsible for
0: your income. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. It's terrifying. Also it's scary, terrifying, but mostly <laughs> terrifying.
3: <laughs> it's mostly terrifying. And yeah. And it's just not having that safety net is really scary. And I do have a partner. So obviously being a single woman, like living on my own, I don't think I would have been like where I am today. Um so I do have that privilege that like I have like a little bit of safety now, like, you know, that at least there's a second income. Like it's not just me, but at the same time, we still do split everything 50 50. So, um, just, it, it is, it is hard. So, um, we're doing it scary. Cause like, even yeah, now it's it. like, Oh, can you
2: hear me? Yeah. I said you're killing um, it. <laughs> oh, okay. And then like, even now
3: I'm planning a wedding in the fall or like in September and I'm like, I really don't want to do a release in September because that sounds really stressful. But at the same time, it's like, I won't be able to pay my bills if I don't. So it's like, I have to do a release in September and like, that's super stressful, but like also the reality of running your own business. So I like have to just deal with it and be okay.
1: Yeah. So that's sort of along the same lines. What things are you aspiring to do in your business and what do you think a successful career is? What would you count that as?
3: I think I want to get to the place where I'm making a consistent amount every month without having to stress. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like that it doesn't have to be a lot. It just can't be such high, high highs and like low lows. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'll, I'll feel like successful if I can get to the point where I'm paying myself the same amount every month and just feel comfortable with that amount. Um, you know, cause sometimes it's, very very low and you're like oh 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 boy (laughs) and so yeah I I think that's what success looks like to me Um, (laughs) where you could go oh looks like I'm
0: quilting this myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah or just like
3: that yeah and then also you just it it's hard because quilting I feel like it does have it fluctuates so much um like some months are just not good months. And I talk to other quilt pattern designers and I talk to fabric shops. I'm like, is this month really slow for you too? Or is this just me? And they're like, no, it's just really slow too. Like it's like summer months are hard because people I feel like aren't culting as much, especially in the beginning, kids are out of school, doing other things. And I mean, even myself, I'm not, I'm doing other things. I'm not, I'm not sitting, it's hot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to quill all day you know um, and then when people hibernate in the winter it's a little bit better but yeah so there's just like very different seasons and it doesn't follow the normal seasons of marketing shopping uh-huh, marketing right. and like it's all that it's like its own its mm-hmm. own thing it really is almost opposite to like
0: the marketing like highs and lows. yeah it's like it's Probably because they're targeted to the same demographic. And so when those people aren't shopping Black Friday, they're
2: quilting. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, Christina, what about you? Susie Quilt said um, in, I can't remember if it was an interview or if she wrote it on her blog, but she thought she was talking to a friend about or somebody about her business. And she was like, my little business. And her husband stopped her and he was like, "It's not a little business." Like she's kind of awesome, and um, <laughs> totally and, awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. And, <laughs> she's um, totally, totally she's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent. But <laughs> yeah. he said in that moment, she was just like, "Oh, that's right." Like I need to stop referring it as like referring to this thing I'm doing as my little business. And I don't know if I'm there, but. I think, I think once I'm like, I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't want to refer to this, what I'm doing as my little business and, you know, I'm bringing in an, in, well, not a hundred percent bringing in an income all the time, um, but I'm sustaining my business and that's awesome. And I need to be proud of that. And I need to stop referring to it as like my little business or my little hobby like I'd love to be confident in what I'm doing and I'm finding that I think um so I think that would be a successful career like aspiration for me to just be proud of the work I'm doing all the time
3: I totally agree on that Christina because I feel like I'm just now getting to the point where I'm confidently saying yeah I work for myself I'm my I'm my own boss and it literally took a year for me to be able to be like yeah I I run a business like it used to just be like yeah I'm kind of like doing my own thing where like I don't know I like maybe design quilt patterns but also
0: how how awesome would you make yourself sound if you were a man (laughs) right Uh name amount base level like I kind of have a side hobby, but I have a side hustle that I'm making X amount, like whatever. It could be forty bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. he's gonna
1: sell it like it's this
0: gold. Uh-huh. Yeah. And everybody's
1: gonna look at him like, oh, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business, but you get a woman doing that and yeah, it's the you boss. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's just like I get a little, I don't know, I'm not embarrassed, but I just especially people that don't know anything about coding, they're like, You want it? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yeah i i just don't quote that like whenever i'm at a i don't know like a baby shower i don't know what i do outside of the house um, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm, not I'm at, at a at baby court, shower or or a wedding yeah definitely not at a meeting. money um, <laughs> But, you know, when you're meeting people, they're like, oh, what do you do? You know, and my husband's like, oh, I work in I.T. Or, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. And then they turn to me and I'm like, I quilt. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like I want to be like I quilt, you know, like I'm a quilter. This is what I do full time. Yeah. It's really awesome. Like, yeah. But for some reason, I'm yeah. so meek about it and I don't want to be. Yeah, me like too. So, yeah. And
3: most sure. people just assume that I sell quilts. And yep. Yeah. Like, same. Oh, gee. and it's like the constant thing. Be like, no, they're like, oh, I want to buy one. Like, oh, you like, can't where, can I, where can I buy one? <laughs> it? And I was like, I don't actually sell quilts, so you can't do that. Yeah, yeah I'm like, so. I, I write
2: the instructions for quilts, and they're like, what? And and what? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I say <laughs> like, the Lego I the like, instructions. <laughs>
3: <Like, laughs> yeah. Oh, I say IKEA instructions. <laughs> I'm like you know, like IKEA instructions. That's what I do for a coil. Oh my god, that's so weird. Like the little diagrams, the words—they don't let themselves. Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> and then I like show them a PDF, and they're like, "Oh, this is intense." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah.
1: yeah that's why I work on it full time. <laughs> yeah, like that's a lot of work. And I'm like,
3: "Yeah, I know."
0: I recently had that experience with my dad. He was at my house visiting, and like he knows what I do. But I have printed patterns, and he picks it up. He's like, "Oh, what's this?" I was like, "That's my pattern." And he's, like, "This is a pattern." Like his mind was blown that it was like this physical thing. He was like, "You made this?" Like, yeah. Like, thank you, making P. Honestly, I feel it. like I should send
3: it to my dad, and I feel like he would but like understand what i do like i don't it know should if definitely I actually do that
0: because when they talk yeah, about
3: us and they're like oh
0: yeah my daughter does this like they have no way to explain it <laughs> <need a> physical <laughs> tangible representation
3: <laughs> yeah that's true i should give i should get send them some copies. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so what direction <laughs> would you like to see the quilting industry and community grow and where do you see yourselves in that in the future
2: Christina? I, I'd love to see it more inclusive, um, which is weird because I feel like everyone I know, everyone that's in my circle that I talk to, that I interact with, we are all inclusive. There's always room to make that better. Um, and there's always areas where it can improve. But we're all wanting it to get better. Like, I don't know anybody in my circle. That's like, I don't want it to be more inclusive. Um, and if those, there are people that feel that way, I don't interact with them and I don't follow them and I don't (laughs) listen to them and they probably don't follow me. And so I feel like I'd love to see it more inclusive. I'd love to see more cultures, more techniques, more, just more, you know, um, I don't know how, to do that other than continuing to foster community, continuing to reach out to people, continuing to um, strive and just watch it grow. But I know that I try. And so that's, you know, there are quilt police, for example, but like, we just don't listen to that. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like, I feel like at least the online quilting community is getting better about it. About you, Taylor?
3: Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything Christina said um I totally totally agree with that um and I think I don't know if it's like where I it to go but like kind of where I'm like afraid of it not afraid of it what I'm afraid of right now like this to my anxieties is that I'm afraid Instagram's dying yeah <laughs> and I don't know like what that looks like if that happens um personally I'm kind of nervous because I feel like that's where I fostered like the majority of my community and I refuse to get on TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, so I am just a little like, what ha- What does that look like for the quilting community if Instagram goes away um, or doesn't go away, but like changes how it is um, completely and just kind of like becomes a little obsolete. I mean, I even feel like I've found myself being a lot less active in the community through Instagram, and I don't know, it kind of upsets me that that's what's happening. But I feel like I don't interact with as many people. And I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I just,
2: I yeah, I kind, of, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like ever since like, you know, my business grew, it's gotten harder and harder to foster a community. Yeah, um, I agree. On for me on Instagram, and so, um. I was super excited about threads because <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I can show like behind the scenes, but it's also hard because I have to be online all the time, and yeah, I can't. Exactly. I can't do it, and so I'd love. I, I once again back routing back to community, right? Like I'd love to have more community online, but I yeah. just don't know how, um, and I and it also does feel, feel like-, like it's dying. Yeah, and I also feel like when you get to a certain following, people, like,
3: stop seeing you personally. I don't know if this is, like, in my head.
2: No, I feel like
3: once I got over a certain amount of followers, like, people stopped messaging me. Mm -hmm. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, I used to just, like, have my DMs filled with, like, Mm -hmm. just casual conversations, people responding to things, people being, like, super well, like, whatever. And now it's, like, no, I don't get that anymore. People don't reach out to me, and I don't know. If, I don't know what's changed. I don't know if I'm less active on like stories and stuff. Like even when I post stories, like people don't really like. I I used to like would like I would talk and post stories, and like people would respond and interact and like engage with me, and I would full blown like have conversations about whatever I was talking about, and it just doesn't happen anymore. And I think that's why I'm like less and less being active, why I'm like not posting on my stories as much or like why my Instagram feed, it just feels like it's like me pushing things out. I don't know. I don't know. No,
1: you you are not think, alone in that. In that, thought. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it's right. I think that's the number thing. My account grew overnight off a stupid video, and I, <laughs> it was so dumb. And it's like it was so exciting because you're like, and it's still such a baby account compared to some. But I feel that way, Taylor. Like I I get on there and I have no messages, and I'm like, I miss yeah. my micro account. Like I miss my little yeah community. Because you're right. I think like, actually, there is like there's some a, yeah stigma. Yeah.
3: I feel like there's a sweet spot between like ten and like twenty thousand followers yeah. where like you're still like feeling micro <laughs> and then you just get over that and it's just no one talks to Yeah, I know it's yeah. weird. I think people perceive it more as
0: a business when you're larger. Yes, and like you don't go and message, you know, Target Susie Quilts. Like I don't go and message
3: Susie Quilts. Like right, she's got right, and you like know, people are like, oh, sh-.
1: yeah, I message
0: Susie. She's got enough but- things
3: because I, love I mean, her. I don't, I don't <laughs> message
1: Susie too, but like. But but you're hesitant too because it's yeah. like oh they'll yes. never get to
3: me
0: or like oh right. so many people are bugging her i bro yeah yeah That's, and then yeah oh, so I cool.
3: get it mm-hmm. I, I get it and then also like you know I think people do see me as more of a just a business now and they don't I don't know see I'm like I'm still here it's just still me <laughs> yeah if anything <laughs> talk to me I've please talk more, to me like,
0: yeah personable <laughs> content. than I've ever seen
3: so I don't know it is hard so we're telling yeah.
2: everyone to message us. Yeah.
3: Okay. So one or the we're 10
2: people <laughs> And then I'm gonna be
3: overwhelmed and like not be able to answer. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Auto reply. Yeah. I can't believe I asked you.
3: <laughs> no, but like I don't know, it was just like the thing that I posted. I like made a mistake on my Instagram stories so you guys probably know what I'm talking about oh, yeah. when I said mommy. When I so said mommy life, and no one no one said anything to me. and and then later on people were like yeah I was so confused I'm like dude if you're like if I say something like you can reach out like I don't don't be afraid of me like I don't love
2: me I didn't see that story until after you got on and you were like it's almost been 24 hours and no one told me that I basically did an announcement that is not real (laughs) like oh no taylor i totally would have told you i'm the kind of friend that'll tell you if you have food in your teeth so Uh, i'll tell you
3: (laughs) yeah no no one said anything besides alex and i didn't even like he just said mommy life question he said mommy life question mark i thought (laughs) he was being like kind of weird and like just calling me mommy (laughs) so i ignored it
0: (laughs) You're oh, like God. I'm not feeding into that weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not mommy. <laughs> uh, he shows his mommy issues right before the wedding. Like, <laughs> show me this like nine months ago.
2: Yeah,
3: and then my and then my friend responded saying the same exact thing, saying "mommy" like question mark. And I was like, okay, that's weird that she said the same thing as Alex. And then I checked on it. But those are the only people. So right. that's when I really realized that like people don't reach out to me anymore. That's, that was, you know. <laughs> so sad. And, um, and then people were like, I thought it was an announcement, but no one sent congrats or anything. So I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I think I'm not actually pregnant. No you're one just a congrats. very
0: private person and nobody wanted to interfere.
3: <laughs> trust oh me, guys. Christ. If, that, if uh-huh. that was my announcement, there's other issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also just wanted to
0: shout out Alex really quick. Um, My sister and I were talking about him a couple weeks ago because we both got to meet him when I visited my sister in Seattle. We met up with you, Taylor. And we were impressed by not only how, like, interested he was in what you do, but also just, like, he knew our names. Like, he knew the people. Like, the way you guys communicate must be incredible because he's like <laughs> connecting names and faces and instagram handles <laughs> like, he knew your name like and he knew mine and like connected all the dots and he was like oh you're the one that was in QuiltCon
3: con and with christina kindred and- <laughs> Yeah, what? christina you-, you took a while. Watch- she he kept saying like oh like every time i would say christina he'd be like pink hair, right? And I was like, yes. <laughs> or like, he would pink be like, you would be like, oh, kindred or something. And I will be like, yeah. Like, I felt like I constantly... Oh, yeah. You funny. should bring
2: him to Quilcon.
3: Oh my God. He would be... Uh, no, QuiltCon is my thing. This is like where... <laughs> Quilcon is like my space where I just feel like I have the most independent, like freeing... Like, it's my thing. Like, you know, there's not... In a couple, there's not so many... I don't know. He has his thing. I have my (laughs) thing. And I feel like I can just totally blossom there alone with all my friends. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, As usual,
0: getting to hang out with you guys has been just the refuel (laughs) that I needed. (laughs) Um, We will, of course, be linking Taylor and Christina's Instagram handles and websites in the show notes for you guys to check out. Uh, Friends, is there anything else you want to share with
2: our listeners? Christina? Oh man, um, no! Thanks for having me on. It was so fun to talk to y'all. I miss y'all so much. I miss you, um, Taylor. Are y'all going to QuiltCon? Yes, I'm a iffy. What I'm a,
1: on. I don't. I don't know yet.
2: It might be a last yet.
1: decision. Yeah, I'm teaching. I have oh my yeah, room booked if you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm right. Peer <laughs> yeah. pressure. You that. gotta go.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> that's part go. of
1: it. Is every time we talk about it, I'm like,
2: okay, maybe I'll just go. I it still haven't like, bought. We. I still haven't bought plane tickets or I didn't get a room and I'm pretty sure the conference hotel is already booked, but my um, husband, friend... I think we
3: have a room booked. Oh, oh. we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet.
2: You're going. <laughs> did you, did, yeah. what? <laughs> right, we'll talk oh, about we that off air. Off air. Yeah,
0: All right, Taylor, yeah, is yeah, yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. It's joined with my room. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah it's actually you're sharing it with me um Yay. is there anything to add um no I just think that if you go, go to quote say that you think you wouldn't want to say hi to or be scared to say hi to um and just remember that we're all introverts and that we're all nervous and awkward and everyone's really nice so Perfect. yeah
0: Mike hope
3: drop. to see you there
0: all right yep well folks you can catch us at quilcon 2024 lacey has <laughs> been pressured to go yeah she just committed it's, apparently. On. It's, it's on it's recorded so it's recorded it's on <laughs> thanks guys okay i'll see you there
1: <laughs> oh man that's so good um i love taylor and christina They are I love them. the gem of the world it was so good mm-hmm. i really enjoyed um there was one thing that christina said uh where she said i think i'm still learning and it's really interesting to see that from somebody who i've i know i've looked up to for so long um creepily through instagram <laughs> and to just kind of see that she deals with what we're all dealing with she's literally a human yeah so yeah. having her and taylor as friends has just been like they mm-hmm. really th- special.
0: Yeah. And it feels, and I know, I say this knowing that not everybody has found their people on the internet or in real life. Um, but I think that when you do, you know it. And I don't want to downplay that. And they're just incredible mm-hmm. women
1: and great friends. So, yeah. and business owners. Super and, grateful. And go give Taylor some love because apparently <laughs> <we> nobody <laughs> messages her. Apparently, anymore. go go dm taylor (laughs) (laughs) Um, you
0: you can find us at the grateful thread podcast on instagram or lacy at messy quilts or myself ashlyn at urban dwell studio our guests are taylor and christina taylor is at toad and so and christina is at quilt kindred 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 quilt co sorry um and then we will link those in the show notes because that's just a lot of it's a lot of things, to remember
1: especially since you're driving right now probably yeah most We're likely cleaning.
0: doing drop off mm-hmm.
1: yay back to school yay hey and don't <laughs> forget you can catch us live every other monday on instagram it's long short sometimes casual casual we, we post a s- sticker with questions yeah let the us know before. what you want to know because that's i we want to hear from you yeah we haven't heard from people in a while we so. might not
0: be able to give you expert quilt advice but we can definitely
1: share our personal stuff I mean, the best one sticker that we got last week is somebody who wrote, this shiz is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me feel good. Actu- yeah. It just actually said shiz. shiz. That's why it was so great. <laughs> I th- I, can we swear? I don't know.
0: No, it just said shiz. It did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> The Grateful Thread Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that we love reading those reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we want to know what you're digging. If you haven't left a rating and review yet, will you please, please take a minute to share your favorite episode so far so that new listeners can find a place to start? Um, And if you did not like it, send us an email And not a rating or review. (laughs) If we owe you an apology, we will do it over email. We love you so much. Bye, Bye, Threadheads. Threadheads. Mm -hmm. Recording in
1: progress. (laughs) I think my favorite part of all of it is the bloopers. Let's be honest. Yeah. We're your hosts. I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts. And I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio. I thought we were going to tell people about us. Oh yeah. Shoot. No, I was going oh, to I was going to keep, keep it.
0: <laughs> hey Threadheads, welcome to the Grateful Thread podcast where we're creating a community.
1: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, recording. Yes, yes. I know. But then I went my mind went blank. Like, <laughs> like Just I not really spaced out yeah. with big white
0: eyes. <laughs>